Welcome to Off Market, a look at the Perth property market from the people who are working in the trenches. Join me, Shane Beaumont, Ross Hunter, and a special guest each fortnight as we dissect the latest property news and break down what's really happening in the different pockets of Perth. If you'd rather watch, you can find us on our Facebook page at Crib Creative Perth. Enjoy. Where's your camera? Your camera's there. Ah, welcome back to this week's Off Market, the show where we pull no punches. We tell the truth about what's really happening in WA's real estate market. Back with us this week, as always, the wonderful Ross and the wonderful Shane. That's welcome the nicest thing guys. I think she's ever said to us, Thanks, mate. Thanks, guys. Wonderful. Wonderful. The That's wonderful, today. Jess. I know. I'm Fantastic. Yeah. I, um, I heard this week, Shane, that your star's really growing. You've been called on by some of the media elite in Australia to lend your knowledge. They've obviously heard about what's going on in off market. I certainly didn't tell you, Jess. But <laughs> no, no, it must be must be the um, yeah the star power of, of you off market yeah. hooking to the wonderful just me. Don't forget where you come that's from. That's right. Yeah, never no. forget it. Never remember us when you find. Are you going to just disclose which century twenty one office you're going to? Well, I'm yeah. trying to get um, Josh Brockhurst for work. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Give us a call on. at Crib Creative. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Charles Tarby. That's yeah. who you want to get in touch Charles with. Charles will love you. Oh, mate, I've got his number. Do you want <laughs> Guys, we're in another amazing location today. Thanks to uh, Summit Homes, the team at Summit Homes. We're at the Viewpoint, um, their display in Averley. Beautiful, just stunning. the rake ceiling. It's really stunning. Even yeah. Alana was impressed and she is hard, saying to, they've hard to impress. Blocked, obviously, so. not the best orientation. They've managed to get the light coming through. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. And, and they've got this beautiful C-shaped floor plan as well. So we're kind of looking out over the outdoor entertaining, which is Atrium really nice. Atrium effect, one might say. There you mm. go. Atrium beautiful. Effect. Floor to ceiling, windows. Rake ceilings are back. Rake ceilings. Yeah. Bring back the 80s. That's Bringing it back. It, yeah. I like it. And they've got a yeah. sunken lounge as well. So I yeah. saw that. There you go. Yeah, yeah. 80s um, are back. This might be hard to sell in 20 years' time when it changes. Yeah. Because it's, it's back now. Yeah. But for a while there, the sunken lounge room was a bit of a no-no. Yeah. It's back, but my mum has a sunken lounge room. That's yeah. a problem for us. <laughs> See, if you keep it long enough, mate, it's right. like fashion. Marble. Marble. Marbles. Marbles everywhere. Yeah, wood's back, mate. It's Definitely. Good. Sorry, Jess. Sorry. Interior designers over mate. here. Uh, this display is open at 1 to 5 on Saturdays and Sundays. So if you want to check it out, head out to Averley. Otherwise, you can contact Summit Homes for more information. We are straight into Under the Hammer. This We've got some good results to talk about this week. Roscoe, yeah. have you got any Under the Hammer stories that you want to share before before I jump in? Have you been jumping to my segment, Jess? I'm well, gonna, no. the thing is, you asked us to get some results for you, and I did. Well, why haven't you given them to me? Because then I could have taken I all got the them this, I got them this morning, to be honest. Okay, nice. okay. Um, yeah, look, not really, Jess. I had a couple of auctions, but it's, the auctions are still a bit thin on the ground, so... Come on, guys, we've got to get a yeah. bit more momentum around this. Shane's about to list about 10 auctions and we're going to get him on the bandwagon. Yes, but the auctions are still generally across the board. Mm. I guess, I mean, stock levels are low as it mm. is, uh, but the auctions are probably at a, a low ebb than they've been for a long time because as we've come out of COVID and obviously stock levels are low and days of market have decreased anyway. Um, so it's, it's a bit of a challenge, but the bookings for... Um, in September are starting to build up quite strong. So mm -hmm. um, I'm expecting that rush through till the end of the year. Um, but you obviously know some information I don't Well, have. I don't, but I wanted you to talk about... Can I just say something about this, Jess? I was speaking to an agent yes. who does like the auction process. Yes. And he actually said, whilst he loves the auction process itself, there's another reason why they're looking to go down that route. Mm. 
And that's the fact that obviously when you're listing a great property, at the moment stock levels being really low, mm. the conjunctional agents are popping out day one, trying to bring buyers through, not just yeah. because they probably haven't got much stock themselves at the moment, yeah. but trying to find their potential vendor a property so they will go to market. Yeah. Um, so I thought that's quite interesting coming from, again, someone loves the auction process, yeah. that's another reason why they're going that way. Yeah, yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Oh, mate, look, it's true. It's, it's At the end of the day, the one thing, forget the word auction, mm. you, it is the most pure form to actually protect the seller's interest. Mm. Because at the moment, one of the, well, I think we mentioned the other week about, you know, um, other agents trying to disrupt the process by introducing mm. their their buyers. Um, and also, the, you know, the off-market stuff mm. happening. You know, you've got to question really, is that protecting the sales yeah. best interest? And I think at the moment, um, it, it is the perfect model to actually do that. Yeah. Well, I know when I get a call from a conjunctional agent, yeah. quite often they say, oh, my client has sent me this property. I'd like to conjunct. Which, I don't know how you conjunct it because realistically, as an agent, you should be finding that person the property. Yeah. Um, but probably for me, the biggest thing is I'd like to think, through my experience and my knowledge, that I'm probably a better negotiator and going to work better for my client who pays me yeah. than someone that's obviously already got a relationship with that conjunctional yeah. agent. Yeah. Um, there's just simply no way. If they don't know their scenario yeah. of the owner, yeah. their financial situation, the time frames, the reason they're selling, yeah. they simply can't work in their best interest. So yeah. I find it ironic that they'd ask for a commission potentially from the person who really they're working to get a better deal from... And, and Can we and just stop there? Because I just want to have you explain for anyone who's yeah. watching who isn't a real estate agent, yeah. what is a conjunctional sale? Yeah. Take it back. Frustrating sometimes. <laughs> Other than that, no. <laughs> conjunctional agent, basically, they pop up. They have the buyer. Typically, they're coming to the person who's the listing agent looking after the seller. Mm -hmm. Where it gets the lines get a bit murky is obviously, as a seller, you pay the, print, the agent. Mm -hmm. And if I have a conjunctional agent come along with someone else, it's actually the owner of the property which is going to be dividing the income and paying them. So when that agent starts to work with the person they would have a relationship as a buyer, it's very hard for them to say, well, I'm working for the seller. Mm -hmm. Quite often they're trying to get a better deal. And what we've spoken about, about this before, now knowing that's the case and the conjunctional I think is potentially going to become extinct. Um, it's controversial, but potentially. But they're going to be retained more because they are working in the best interests of the person they have the relationship with. Mm -hmm. So rather than splitting the income of, or the, the commission from the seller, they'll simply go, well, I'm gonna work for my buyer, you work for your seller, somewhere in the middle, we're gonna shake hands. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, and I think that just clears the line, like a buyer's agent. And, and that's it, the whole, and that's where the purity of it comes in. If somebody wants to be a professional buyer's advocate, mm. I think that's the that's yeah. Like on the block. You see a lot of that yeah. in, so in Victoria So a buyer's advocate, so the difference is a buyer's advocate is, on, is being retained, retained by, by the buyer. buyer. They're not being paid by and, the and seller. And there's complete yep. transparency. They're mm. working for the, for the buyer. Mm -hmm. Shane is working for the seller. That's where the whole auction process is. Is pure because if they're going to buy, fantastic, and they're being retained by the buyer, but they're under the, they have to compete yeah. like anybody else in the way. You go. And the history of that would be of of, of doing a conjunctional sale mm. would be prior to everything being online. Yeah. yeah, it was more difficult for a buyer to view they didn't properties. Know it was out there. They, they didn't, didn't know it was out there, so they had so an agent working on their behalf. I remember when my mum was selling like, when I was about five years of age. I think you had to have like the lock on the the lock box. Yeah, and then they could you had to have your home presented well all the time because yeah. at any point they could just come through. Yeah. It was yeah. just there, you knew the code. Yeah. Everything was a three by one, close to schools, close to shops. Yeah. Now, realistically, if your buyer's serious, they're gonna know what's coming to market because mm -hmm. they're gonna be living on there, whether it be development sites, whatever it is. So 
the days of owning the buyer, I think. Um, so then why, because this is the, I've heard this come up um, on a Facebook forum mm, this week where yep. um, an agent was doing a home open <laughs> and another agent rocked up with some buyers and without calling. Without calling. calling. Without calling. Yeah. So the question was, is that, what's the etiquette? And then why is this, is this coming up because stock levels are low? Why is this? I think it, yes, becoming desperate. Yeah. Um, because typically if I've got buyers, I want to show them. And I get calls saying, Shane, I haven't sold. I've been on the market for 90 days. Can you bring your buyers to my property? Now, they're listed with someone else. Why would I take a potential buyer to someone else listing when my clients are paying me? I work for my clients. So that's where I think it gets a bit, I guess, confusing. And mm. stock levels being low, low fees starting to creep in in many circumstances in more tightly held areas. Um, they're thinking, well, one, I've got to try and get a sale, but also potentially get the listing because if I can get you to find something, then you will sell. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's probably, I guess, where it comes from. Yeah. Um, conjunctional rates, when I first came to the industry, were 60, 40, or then it was 1%. The reason it's come down so much is realistically, you're not finding the property. Mm. Yeah. Which is the hardest thing to do. Of course it is. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, that's, that's the goal in this business mm. is to obtain And business. get the trust yeah. from that owner to say, yes, we should put it on for that way. We yeah. should go down that method. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, for really good agents, I'd be frustrated if people just started rocking up to my home opens. I say, and this is, I'm not saying I've got the golden rule, but if my client says, Shane, I want to find something, I say, look, you find it. I'll help you through the process, give you some advice, but I don't want to conjunct because I will compromise you getting the best deal for one. Um, and also I want that agent to work as hard as they can to get the owner to accept your offer, not be going, well, I'm not getting full commission potentially if I go with Shane's buyer's offer. Mm-hmm. And it does happen. We, we know that yeah. happens. Yeah. 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 Okay. Interesting. Very good. Um, we also, now you sent through an article in the Fin Review yeah. about a sale that uh, was Julie Fair closed from Realmark Dunsborough. Yeah. $2.3 million property in Dunsborough. Yeah. Um, sold within three days. Buyer didn't even view the property. Yeah. Walked past this. I was down south last week. Did you? And did you put an offer in? No, it was beaten to it. It was you. Beaten to Um, it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What does this say about... I've also got some results here, just to quickly run through them. Damien Lloyd from Ray White North Key sent through some of the great results he's had in the last week. One in Inaloo, four days on market, four offers, um, sold for a record price for the street. Um, Another in Sterling, 15 days on market, five offers received. This is a very, very different conversation to what we were having six months ago Mm. on this show. Yeah. Tell me what this kind of... Well, it's, I guess what I'm saying, what I don't understand for the life of me, the doom and gloom in the media saying the market's terrible. Mm. I, I hand on heart say it's the best conditions this market has, or the market's been in since 2014. Mm-hmm. The prices might not be necessarily the best, but the conditions are. Yeah. Fair time on markets, down to four, I saw 45 days. Yeah. 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 Last, yeah. last year was like 90. 78. It wasn't yeah, six crazy. months ago, the average days on market was 78. Yeah. It's, it's dropped to that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I don't know where the media is saying that it's in turmoil and free fall because yeah. we're seeing properties that we're actually getting on the phone going, look, last year I know you couldn't get your price, come to market, and they're getting it. Mm. So yeah. how is that? You know, so yeah. conditions are better. Prices, I can't say, uh, obviously back to 2014, unfortunately. No. But... I do believe if it stayed like this, take the negative equity, and we've mentioned that before, the urgency is there. And it's not how long you've been on the market, it's how long that buyer's been looking. And that's why you get results like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, which then, Shane, and we all know, as this continues, mm. the recovery of pricing mm. will happen. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just economics, it's how it works. And yeah. we, we are seeing in some of the, the, um, the more blue chip areas, if mm. you like, 
we are seeing that recovery is there. We're mm. seeing many properties sell mm-hmm. um, now that were sold two, three, four years ago for the same money, if not yeah. more. Mm-hmm. So it, obviously, mm. as you further out, you go that that takes more time, but that recovery mm. is well and truly on the way. Yep. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, but coming back to the property that you that we saw in the Sorry, film yes. review mm. that Julie. Um, and I know Julie, she's a fabulous agent mm. in Dunsborough um, that sold in the first three days for $2.3 million. That whole dis- discretionary money thing, it's not even really necessary about discretionary mm. money at the moment. Mm. It's about people recalibrating life. Mm. Yes. You know, you know, that's, yeah. you know, we all t- always talk about areas like Dunsborough and those, mm. the holiday markets as discretionary money, which is what they're traditionally driven yeah. by. But now as, as everybody's stymied to what does the future hold? How yeah. freely will we travel throughout the world? How, and more so the people that buy those sort of properties are used to this time of year being in Europe and yeah. wherever, going for the Northern Hemisphere. Now, we all know that's off the cards now. And it, how, how long will it be off the cards? We don't know. Mm. And even when it does come back online, how much will be on back online? So people are making decisions now about, mm. about their lifestyle. So this, this whole, these sort of sales are not about is there more discretionary money in the market. Mm. This is about how life will be moving forward. Mm. So like I was in Dunsborough, I mean, Shane, you were there mm. last weekend. Mm. I was there a couple of weeks ago. Now, normally this time of year, half the restaurants are shut, people it's go on crazy. holidays. And whatever. It's busier than Christmas. Mm. Do you think, it's a great thing for local tourism, mm. but do you think, you know, we look at the, say the locals in Aswanbourne mm-hmm. who are up in arms about North Street Store or, you know, like the local that take that yeah. take over the streets and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Do you think the locals are going to be stoked that tourism's up or do you think they're going to be going, what a nightmare for our town? <laughs> yeah, I think a bit of both. I think if it yeah. wasn't for the, cir- the, the circumstances behind, um, I guess, the activity down there is probably what the biggest concern was. So they were more concerned about people coming with COVID, change, changing, mm. going through, what, the regions, I think they called it? Yeah, the regions. Uh, that was probably the bigger concern than having yeah. a bumper tourism area. Mm. Um, but I think people have got to spend their money, Bali's off the cards, brooms going gangbusters. If you look at Broome, um, unfortunately, I'm not going to Broome, but friends of ours, they managed to get a room, but I think they booked out to end of October. Yeah. I know three people alone that have bought properties in Broome. Mm. Now, I can't remember the last time I... You don't get anyone. the quality of property like that in Broome, though, if um, people are looking well, for that well, kind of thing. this is the thing. You probably might start to see You it. might start to see it. <laughs> You'll start to see the development yeah, yeah, yeah. happening. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, so. yeah. It's the new... Um, it's, but, yeah, at the end of the day, Jess, it's, it's hmm. a new world order. It's the new... It's but the to new put that in perspective, like, the down south, Duns was stunning. Um, amazing part of the world or the, our southwest. I think some investors have got that wake up call to go, hang on a minute. If they've got the, I think Bustleton's got the airport going in mm. eventually. Yeah. If you're going to be three hours away from Melbourne, you're going to start to see some interstate money come in, no question. Mm. It's probably a bit more attractive than Barossa, sorry, South Australian real estate agents, but it's not just wineries. They've actually got beautiful coastlines. Yeah. But that property, realistically, for 2.3, mm. I would say Mandra, Rockingham, Rockingham would still be 118. So you're getting down there, most amazing coastline for two, three. On the face of it, it's pretty good buying. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You know? And it's pristine location. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's on the front. Beautiful. Good one. Good. That was actually in the industry and under the hammer Hybrid. into one long segment. Beautiful. <laughs> we are on to the real press. This yeah. is where we dissect a headline that has caught our eye. Um, and again, Roscoe, this one's come through from you from the Fin Review. This is a yeah. national perspective. So um, the article that you sent is um, about affordable housing. About affordable housing. Mm, yeah, I mean, 
Sorry, just... You, no, go. No, I think it's really important, and I think you agree, Shane, that we, we do have a perspective of the broader mm. market, not just sort of local, because it all... And more so at the moment, what, what Australia's going through, you know, the knock-on effect is, is all around the place. We have to look at the whole thing. And I just find this article quite fascinating about affordable housing, mm-hmm. uh, because it, it, it is going to be... A, a, it's a big driver. It's going mm. to be bigger. You know, when you look at it, and a lot of people don't realise that, like, the, the budget comes out October 6. Now, the government have put a lot of energy to recalibrate how this affordable housing thing works. So they've got a billion dollars um, set aside mm-hmm. to do this. Now, they've, they've only spent 200 million of it. So they've got mm-hmm. 800 million to, to continue to put in it. But they want to grow this whole affordable housing thing. Because when they... There's some interesting statistics here that I think are worthy of just sharing. According to the data, Australia's shorting social housing shortfall of about 433,000 properties, um, about 116,000 people are homeless any given mm. night. Mm. Now, from a social conscious point of view, that that's frightening mm. in a place like Australia. Um, and we, we take it for granted that everybody's okay. Um, and I, and I, when I read these things, yes, this, this, this program, and it's all about mm. the market. We always mm. try and be positive, but when I see this, it's it is sobering, and it's something I think we need to, to pay more attention to, to mm. be honest, mm. um, because you know, out of COVID, you know, we know that, like for example, unemployment's at 10 percent right now. Mm. Um, it's probably going to sit at maybe up around fifteen, and you know, Australia's used to unemployment being in those you know, three, four mm. sort of percents. We're going to have to get used to unemployment numbers being at 10-odd percent, maybe more. That might be the new norm for a long time because mm. all these companies that won't pull out of it and the airlines and the hospitality and all the rest of it, you can't just manufacture new industry overnight. Mm. So this whole thing of affordable housing is going to be absolutely massive. And I think we all need to be aware around it of what this really means um, and where we can support it, we should. Do you think Shane often has spoken about the lack mm. of um, awareness of some of these schemes and, and, and yeah. how yeah. people can access them? Is that $800 million is a lot of money that's unspent. Yeah. How much of that is down to, you know, maybe programs that aren't being Yeah, well, I think I spoke about well it a few episodes back. Uh, last year, I did 92 deals and did two Keystart. All right. Last month, I did four Keystart alone out of 13 deals. Mm. So something's changing there that they are getting the awareness. Obviously, they've changed the criteria and, we, and we've spoken about that. But what really concerns me is in WA, we're back to 2007 prices, but yeah. 2006, let's say. So if prices kept going, can you imagine how hard it'd be? Like first home buyers at the moment can get a house up at one on the market today, three by one on you know, 600 square metres, 245,000, not a villa, a house. Now, our median house price now is lowest in, other than Darwin, I think. Mm. We've just gone below South Australia. So if we're having homeless at this level, it's pretty concerning because Sydney, the median house price, 850000 That's going to be, if we don't get on top of it now, mm. it's never going to happen. Mm. So I think it's really important that these schemes need to be well marketed because they're under marketed at the moment. Yeah. Um, but also policies in place so we don't have small ghettos which is also another big concern mm. that's just state housing or whatever yeah. it may be, um, you've actually got to be really smart with the planning of where they go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not fair to certain areas to just put them all in one area. Mm. It's been well documented. A lot of the suburbs aren't happy about where they're going. But it also has to be fair to those other areas too 
um, because eventually it does impact values a lot of the time, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I'd like to see more collaboration with the government, with our industry around how they mm. actually get this out. Mm. Sometimes, like these articles are hidden in the Financial Review and so forth. You know, I go, why aren't these these well, hidden behind mm. a paywall? That yeah. if you're not mm. affording housing, then you're not affording to see what's mm. going on. And, in there. and that frustrates me because the government need to, and the, our industry need to talk more. So as you mm. say, Shane, it's it's got to be more publicised. So. Like, for example, at the moment, like Brad Triplett, who'll be on the show in a few mm. weeks from He's Arena, a lot of that Arena shared Real equity, Estate, Brad's doing a lot of the affordable housing, the apartments there mm. that the government are building in different areas like Beckingham, mm. um, some in Bayswater, all sorts of places, more sort of the East Corridor. Um, and they're selling out of these complexes mm. in like um, a dozen or 20 mm. apartments in a month. Mm. Mm. You know, these average down from 250 to 350. So it'd be interesting, Brad's take on it. But... Mm. People aren't, there's not enough people know about this stuff mm. and we need it. We need yep. more oxygen around it so people are aware yep. and can tap into it. Otherwise, mm. it's going to be a catastrophe out there. Yeah, so, agreed. Socially. Thank you, Ross. Okay. You've always got some words of wisdom for us. We try, sure. don't we, mate? Every, we now, every now and then we have something. But try. <laughs> every now and then. Um, all right, guys. From a little bit of a somber, serious discussion... On to our hood highlight for this week. We want to welcome our special guest, Shane Penny. You're up. Come on down. Come mate. on down. <laughs> I've always wanted to say that. <laughs> we are out in Averley today, so we've got Averley's number one agent, Shane Penny of Team Penny from HKY Real Estate. Welcome Correct. to the show. Thanks, Jess. Thank you so, so much for joining us. Um, now, we always on this show try to focus on a certain suburb and really break down the market there. And this is the first time we've really been into the outer suburbs of Perth, mm -hmm. I guess. Yeah. Um, only a 30-minute drive down the freeway, though, now. Now yeah, the Tonkin's near... through, yep. Yep, now that Tonkin's there. So tell us... I was um, wondering how I got here so quick. I've, no, I have sold properties there, and it's not taking me a lot longer, but <laughs> there you go. I've <laughs> uh, certainly minutes. made a big, uh, big help out this way now. That's great. In and out of here. Yeah, it's great. So how has that changed things for you guys out here? Well, I suppose it's just brought the city um, that, that bit closer to Allenbrook. Um, the, the main problem was actually getting out of here in the mornings. Mm. Um, and getting back in, it was all choked up. Now that uh, we've got the Tonkin Highway, we've got the Lord Street, um, uh, that's all, you know, come on. Uh, yeah, it's just traffic's flowing <laughs> and it's taking those travel times, um, yeah, right right back. Beautiful. So this, Averley used to be part of Ellenbrook, is that correct? No, no. Or no? No, no, Ellenbrook was uh, a master plan community, mm -hmm. uh, award winning. Mm -hmm. um, Averley's a private estate that was uh, originally done uh, through Multiplex. Okay. Uh, they actually went bust on the deal and um, we've got Stockland now that who, uh, who bought them out and, mm -hmm. and are continuing to sell land out here. Right. So what's the, what, what are the demographics like out here? Tell, tell us um, Obviously you've got a large first home buyer market, so it's uh, you know, quite affordable. Um, you've got a big downsizer market. A lot of families have, uh, have built out here and um, you know, grandma and grandpa are now uh, sort of selling the bigger, bigger home on the bigger block. And then buying something you know that they can downsize, lock and leave, mm -hmm. yeah, and, and help out with the grandkids. Do you mm -hmm. think that'll increase now because of that accessibility? Absolutely, yeah. We've already because, seen it because I sort of felt when selling a few display homes years ago, it was like if you're there, it's got everything. But if you wanted to leave, it was a bit harder. Yes. But having that commute, surely it opened up a lot. Oh, 100 percent. You know, if you're, you're looking at, at travelling to say a suburb mm. like Morley. Mm. Um, it was a you know thirty four minute exercise. Yeah, even the airport, I guess. Yeah, airport. Obviously, big, flying fly out. Big flying Hopefully, fly stay out. strong. Yeah, mm -hmm. big big uh, flying fly out um, congregation out of here. So, what kind of property out here is hot, and what's not so hard to? What's not? I'd say so uh, the the lower priced property in the marketplace, uh, let's say four fifty and under, mm -hmm. is selling very very well. Mm -hmm. um, we've got a diverse 
um, uh, type of homes out here, you, you've got lifestyle blocks that you know go for upwards of eight hundred thousand. Mm. Um, and then you look at the vines, uh, you know, you're looking at over a mil. So, mm. um, you know, there's that lifestyle large, you know, thousand to four thousand square meter block. Um, but the predominant stuff is the, uh, you know, the, the four bed, two bath on, on around four, 450 square metres. So there is, actually, under Averley as a suburb, there are those size lots? There's a, there's about probably 32,000 square metre lots that, yep. that border the, okay. the suburb of Averley. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. The Keystart stuff that we were talking about before, do you get a lot of those kinds of affordable housing scheme sales? Um, yeah, probably... Not as many as you'd probably think, you know. Mm -hmm. There's, uh, um, with money being pretty cheap at the moment, um, you know, it, I, I would suggest that a bit like Shane was saying that, you know, I've, I've probably only done this year um, maybe three or four mm. key mm -hmm. start loans. Yeah. It's amazing that like two percent, and obviously through these areas, I guess there's a few investors that have brought uh, obviously new homes. In many circumstances, money is cheaper. They're probably better off buying than renting. Absolutely. But I think they get caught up and they go to the bank and they hear about that 10%, 5%. It's bloody hard to save if you're paying rent. Yep. But that key start at 2%, do you think if the awareness in this area or demographic you're dealing with knew about it, do you think it increased sales? I think it would, but I, I also think we've got, still got a lot of building going on out here. Mm -hmm. So I think you'll find that key start product is in the new Through house the new. and land package. Mm -hmm. yeah. But that's why, and we spoke about this again last episode, are you seeing situations where people are building a property that is probably going to be worth less than what something already built is already on the market for? A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. There's uh, you know, with the um, government handouts mm -hmm. and, and the like, uh, I think a lot of people have explored the market, yep. the new homes market and have sort of realized that there's so much more mm. um, value in the established market yep. right now. Yep. Yeah. It's crazy. So. Yep. Can I ask you guys a quick question on Keystart? With, um, do they still do shared equity? Well, they do, but they tend to have that shared equity on their own product. Yeah. Right. Like Brad's doing, he's got a few complexes I've seen. Yeah, but at the moment, all the stuff he's doing, I asked him this question the other day, all the, the development he's yeah. got at the moment is none of it's um, shared equity, it's all just um, individual. Is that government funded then? Like yeah, these come so out. Keystart have actually, well, WA government has yeah. actually built it? Yes. For that affordable housing, okay. yeah, but it's have not. you had anything like that out no. here? No, no. If you're selling, obviously you guys are working on behalf of your sellers. If you've got two offers on the table and one's a, a kind of key start mm -hmm. versus, is this a question I'm allowed to ask? Yeah. Would is one more attractive than the other? Um, or I'll ask you the question, Jess. If I was to bring you two offers, <laughs> one was a two percent deposit, and the other one was a cash offer. Mm. Yeah. Where okay. you going? Yeah. You yeah. So yeah, it does have a bearing. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. I guess it's almost like the subject sale. Yep. You're going to have to pay more probably to get over the line. Mm -hmm. But one thing about the key start, and this is not a key start to TV show, <laughs> but um, the, the rigmarole to get pre-approved through key start, you actually almost have to get to the point of valuation before you'll get in a position to go for well, a loan. The reason I ask that question is because I bought through key start yep. 15 years ago yep. and the settlement period ended up being... Yeah. Three months or more. It used more. to be a lot longer. It was a nightmare. Yeah. And I, as a seller, mm. if I knew that that was going to be the yeah. process, I would ve I be got, very much I think put off got by better, that. But yeah. it's, so it's in actual fact, only key start you're really getting through here are probably through the building. The They're majority not, of yeah, them will be yeah. through, yeah, the, the yeah. building. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But yeah, the rigmarole to get pre approved is pretty, like, you've got to have all these criteria. Whereas I think we're the ones that get the bad name for a key start buyer, is they go, Oh yeah, I've looked at Keystart and I've got two percent, but 
but they haven't actually gone through and done all those other checks. Yes. Mm. Have you done okay. your tax return? Have you? Yeah. Yeah, I've, I own this, but I've got three cars, whatever it may be. Yeah. So okay. that's I've been betting on the horses. Yeah. No good. Yeah. So I, own, I own horses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So Shane, in, um, the, in, around here, what's the, your buy demographic? You're mostly owner-occupied. Do you, you have some investors? And what's the rent? What would be the rental market? I, I haven't seen an investor um, for 18 months. Yeah, um, they're just yeah. not in the marketplace yeah. at the moment out here. Um, so, yeah, mainly, um, like I said, yeah, the big first home buyer, a lot of downsizes. And then you've also got, um, you know, it's a nice family suburb. Mm. Yeah. Um, so you've got those families that, that's that are exactly out here right, as well. Yeah. Mm. I think that's a really good point. That because you are getting people that want to live in them, mm. you're not going to get that little precinct, which you have in most suburbs where they've gone high density. Yeah. So let's say in a loo and they've gone uh, 80, that street, you can almost guarantee in the next three years, it's not going to be looking great because yeah. eventually it's going to be knocked down and that. But actually coming and knowing that you are living next to people that take pride yeah. of ownership yeah. does make yeah. a big difference. Yeah, but there's still, you know, there's, there's plenty of um, investment properties out here. and uh, yeah, Probably for the earlier stages, wouldn't yeah, yeah, yeah. So the older older parts of Ellenbrook, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. And, mate, sorry, Jess, yeah. one question just out of curiosity because it's such a, a big topic, the rail. Um, where will the, How will the rail get into this area? How, what's okay, the, what's so it'll be coming up Lord Street from... Um, Morley up through uh, suburbs, the new suburbs, Brabham. There'll be a station in Brabham. And then the, the end of the line will be in Allenbrook. Um, it'll come up Drumpelia and, and link into the sort of main hub uh, of Allenbrook where the, the shopping centres and that are. It's a good question. I wanted to ask this. When I first came in real estate, they're talking about the train line in Mandra. And obviously people, a lot of sellers thought when the train line gets open and Mark McGowan or whoever it was, Back then cuts the ribbon that the prices go up has the anticipation of that coming impacted price or not so much impacted price because nothing's really gone up but given a tick to see families come here that might not have thought about I, it i don't know the railways had that effect yet but certainly the opening of the tonkin mm -hmm. which um i imagine once the railways open mm. i think yeah it, yeah. it, it will be um, desirable to be able you know those people living in or working in the city yeah um finding easy access in and out every in the morning by public transport because i think that's sometimes whether it be zoning changes people think um and agents i think can be guilty of this when they talk about a pocket going to r40 it's not actually when they stamp it at the last council meeting that hmm. prices change over the share market if rio tinto said in 2023 we're opening the world's biggest mine for this it's not when they cut the ribbon and they start it's actually the anticipation hmm. so oh, i think in this these sort of areas young families they can get in knowing that's coming for a lifestyle yep. thing well, now it's coming because yeah. it's been coming yeah. for yeah. 10 years. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's now, yeah. it's coming. So, yeah, it, it is, uh, we hopefully that anticipation will start to increase. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. Roscoe, Yo. you're up, mate. Okay. It's, your, it's your section, what, under the hood with Shane, Ross. Shane, this is the most important. Okay. This oh, is, I know. Oh, you, I thought you were just talking. That's not to me. I was like, I know, I know how it's important like it is. <laughs> this is like V1 and V2, Shane 1, Shane 2. Okay. <laughs> So, Shane Penny. <laughs> yes. Shane Bean, Shane P. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, mate, the most important questions everybody wants to know. So, number one question we always say is, out of adversity comes, the train thing is the classic, out of adversity has come opportunity. That's COVID has pushed the government a bit harder to, to do this. Um, and in life, we, out of our biggest stuff-ups, we learn things. What's been something you've it's happened, you've done, that's been a great learning experience from a stuff-up, if you like? From a stuff-up? Oh, look, well, the, the, the one I had prepared was um, obviously getting to your home opens and uh, and having a nice home open and then, you know, you got your next one in a 15-minute time slot. Yeah. 
Nothing worse than locking um, your car keys inside the home <coughs> with the keys to the yeah. house inside the home. Nice. Um, <laughs> there was some pressure to get to the next home open, and um, I suppose it's uh, yeah, it's poor. <laughs> Got to be a bit prepared with uh, yeah, with uh, yeah, not rushing at the end of home opens. What did you do? Did you like it or? No, straight on to my old my old man, Dave. Um, get up to the office, get me some... Uh, there was spare keys for this house, luckily. Um, yeah, got me down there and, yeah, so I was just a little bit late for the next So at that point, your old man that? probably said, yeah. I'm still changing your bloody name yeah. at this age. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In yeah. fact, we saw a stuff up today from a learning, didn't we, Jess? Oh, didn't yeah. We, Lana? Oh. So behind our camera, yeah, young mm. Chris... Um, he's yeah, going to start to shake. So yeah, if you get motion prepares sickness. Prepares a beautiful list of all his equipment. For the first time, a beautiful list of all his equipment. And, um, and he, uh, here we go. <laughs> and, and we're all getting here ready. And for the first time, he's got a list. And he leaves half the equipment at the oh. office. So, yeah. Four little things. Four little things. <laughs> lucky for Tonkin Highway, though. I was just lucky, there, lucky, yeah. Yeah, lucky for, for you. Okay, so, Shane, the next thing. What are the three things you would never leave home without? Uh, well, real estate it's always the mobile phone. Um, I'd like to think a good attitude. And, and hey, my yeah. He's my man. I love that. And, and my other thing, which is a bit strange, people find it weird, but it's my lucky rock. Hey! hey. I love that. Mate. I love that. Every day just reminds me to, uh, yeah. Yeah, good bloke. Did you have your lucky rock when you forgot the keys? Um, I did, but <laughs> yeah, it just wasn't working. Like, it, it was lucky his dad answered the phone. Yeah, that's yeah, right. That's yeah. it. Hey, Dave came to the rescue. Yeah, I, I love, I love that. I love the attitude. The good love thing the is about if you do have that situation in some areas, like if I'd locked my keys in a property and I raced there, a good chance there'd be no one at the next home open anyway. So yeah, well, I was actually pretty yeah, lucky. Yeah, and, and why I was running late because someone turned up. Shock. Okay, so, mate, yeah. next question. Worst habit? Oh, it's, it's got to be my desk. It's an absolute disgrace. Is it? Um, yeah. Okay. Um, Mike, who's, who's just off camera there, who's my business partner, um, you know, he, he's the one that's all organised but me. I'm, uh, <laughs> he's shaking his head. It's a disgrace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I know where everything is. That's I know it. what's going on. Yeah. And I'm you know where that bit of paper with that little note on it is? Yep. yep. Organised yep. chaos. Yes, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. Fantastic, mate. When, uh, when you're not at work in the world of real estate, where, we, where, where do you hang out? What's happening? Warmer months, uh, my happy place is the beach. Um, I can't get enough time there. So any downtime, I like to yeah, hit the How beach. How far is the beach from here? Uh, 25 minutes. I wish it was a That's lot not closer, too bad. but it's not. Does um, Tom can help that? No. No, it doesn't. No. 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 Just straight. <laughs> no, just the other way. You're going Armadale, that's good. <laughs> um, I have recently, past two years, taken up golf. I'm a member out of the Vines mm, real estate. Nice. So. Um, how's the mines going these days? Is the development stuff? Is it? I'm, I used to play it there a lot. Is it? How's it tracking out there? Yeah, we've got a new, um, a new uh, what's going um, CEO uh, Wayne Smith, who oh, yeah. was an ex-pro. Yeah, is he from um, South Perth? It's know. no Ryan Smith's dad, is it? Yeah, yeah. Mean, it no. is. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, the, the course is looking a lot better. There's <laughs> there's talk of maybe a. A, um, another competition coming out this way. So yeah, because that used to be good. the Vines Classic. Yeah, amazing. It was, it was Ernie Els days, wasn't it? Ernie Els, Greg Norman, mm. yep. all the boys were there. Yeah. John Daly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry, we digress. But anyway, <laughs> whenever Ross has got one of his mates yeah. on here, we end up talking about golf. Well, <laughs> it's important. <laughs> Come on, Jess, get with the plan. It's, it's a crazy sport. We go out there to relax, but yeah, yeah. Like, good way to ruin yeah, a walk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You, mate, when you walk on the course, you're going to make a vow to yourself. 
Mm. I can't walk on, off the course with, with a worse attitude or a worse mood than I started with. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, like I said, it's uh, it's my de-stress and. Um, I don't know why we do it, but we do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So we can have a beer at the end of it. That's yeah. why we do it. Um, most of you say, mate, what's something that you say or people say, you go, oh, God, not that same again? So what do you reckon the seller would take? Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, mm. beautiful. End of story. I think we'd all agree yeah. that one. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, do you get food for thought much out here? It's food for thought. No, not really. No, <laughs> food for food thought. For if thought, I do, yeah. I don't hear yeah, it. Yeah, 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 it's something yeah, to think okay. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 okay. Mate, this well, the one I did like that's yeah. gone yeah. from when I started real estate yeah. was she be right. I love that one. She'll be right. You do your final inspection. <laughs> Nothing's Pat, right. Patio's not approved. Yeah. She'll be right. Yeah. It's gone. No, 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 no. It's gone. No, yeah, no, no. I don't think anything in this current climate, nothing's going to be right. No. <laughs> <laughs> but the Aussie vernacular, she'll be right, yeah, yeah, it yeah. meant something. Yeah. It's yeah. probably so, not the game no. for no, not anymore. It's and too mate, these days. The most important question, which this is for Shane and I out there, if it really isn't, mate, yeah. Best place, where, go for a meal, best food, best dish, restaurant. I've is it? never had a miss. Um, Odyssey down at City Beach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Beautiful and the sport. dish? Oh, look, it's a side dish. It's these potatoes. Yeah. He's prepared. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> look at, I can't hey, look at the body language. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's yeah. celebrating. Oh, I'm yeah. telling you. Look at him. They're fantastic. Yeah. I've got it like thinly sliced yeah. um, with this oil and this parmesan. Oh, uh, God. That's around the corner. What about local? Locally, look, I, I won't nominate just one, but there's plenty. You go out to the Swan Valley, there, you, you've got mm-hmm. restaurants galore. Yep. Yeah. Good coffee in the area? Absolutely, yep. I uh, I share myself around the cafe, so yep. there's a couple of couple of local ones that yep. you're all frequent. Good to hear. Beautiful. Yeah. So, fantastic. Thanks, mate. Love no that. Love it. All right. We. I'm just about to wrap up, mm. but before we do, we do have a play of the week this week. We're bringing it back. Right. Um, now, it would be remiss of us to end this show without doing this play of the week. Mm-hmm. If anyone's been watching the news mm. um, or keeping an eye on Instagram and seeing... Watching the news? Sorry, reading Perth Now, which isn't the news, Okay. let's okay. be honest. But Australia's Sexiest Agents Instagram. Yeah. We've got yeah. to give a shout out to Brad Triplett, the only yeah. WA... Actually, I think there's one up. But Brad Triplett and We've mentioned him three or four times today. I know. Uh, well, he's coming on the next show, so... Oh, no. But we thought... Oh. Was it on Perth? Well done to yeah. Brad Triplett. Shane's like, bloody hell, I wish I'd got on there no, now. They followed me the other day, but I don't think... Uh, they might have been looking for someone I tagged off the show. <laughs> Brad Triplett, apparently, according to the photo, when he's not running marathons, he's running through your girlfriend's mind. <laughs> 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 you, you know, you know, you know, Jess. The, the, is that, sad, the sad, the sad truth about that. It's yeah, it's no, uh, he's, he's a bad lad. <laughs> as long as that's anyway, not, as long as that's not the bio on the, his the arena yeah. real estate. Arena yeah. real estate. Yeah, no, we'll have to no. ask Josh about that one. No, he, he, look, Brad spends most of his off time at church um, and things like that. Oh, he's he's a very up, holy man. <laughs> I'm we'll just resting you there, mate. Yeah. We'll ask him about that on the show next time. So that is it. Mm-hmm. Any play of the week from you guys? No, that was it. Yeah, that was it. That was, it. Yep. that was it. Yep. Beautiful. Thank yep. you so much, Shane, for your time. Thanks for having us. Mate. Um, thanks again to Summit Homes for hosting us at the viewpoint out here in Averley. Yeah. And um, any results, auction results, sales results, funny stories, play through. of the week, send them through. Um, that's it. Done. See you in a fortnight. Thank you. Thanks, Shane. Thank you.